0: Welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where we provide revolutionary training materials to individuals, healing practitioners, leaders, and influencers globally. Your kingdom destiny awaits, and it all begins with a mindset. Well, hello, and welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. My name is Dr. Jessica Rothmeyer, and today we will continue our discussion of how to operate in a kingdom culture. And that's based on the Beatitudes that Jesus taught at the Sermon on the Mount. In last week's show, entitled A New Kind of Success, I discussed how the overall attitude of our modern society really opposes that of how we are to operate in the kingdom. So if you missed that episode, I would strongly encourage you to go back and listen, because it will really establish a helpful foundation for the upcoming weeks as we continue to discuss each individual beatitude. In today's show, I'd like to address the first kingdom principle found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So, what could Jesus really be saying by blessed are the poor in spirit? I think sometimes people view the Bible as complicated and maybe difficult to understand, that perhaps the language simply is not like that of today's, or even that at times Jesus taught in parables, which can kind of sound like a riddle. But with this first beatitude, it is quite literally blessed are the poor. I think it's interesting that in Luke chapter 6, verse 20, he quotes Jesus saying just that. Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Not mentioning anything about being poor in spirit like Matthew does. Rather, he is simply referring to people who are actually poor. And why then would they, the poor, inherit the kingdom of God? Let me explain. When a person has to truly live without having their needs met, when they have exhausted every attempt to meet those needs by their own efforts, then they are in a position to receive. There's a genuine humility that comes with being poor. And with humility comes freedom, at least with the correct perspective, a kingdom-based mindset. When a person has no other material items to hold on to, to distract them, then they are able to be open to what God has for them, to allow others to bless them, and that is when they see the kingdom truly come to fruition here on the earth. My friend Angie is a missionary in Thailand, and her and her husband and four children have traveled the world seeing the kindness and generosity of others sustain them. Sometimes their support comes from family and friends, and other times it has been from people they barely know. In fact, some of the most amazing miracles have happened through complete strangers who were told directly by God how much and what kind of resource they were supposed to give Angie and her family. Living a lifestyle so dependent on God is not easy. Trusting him to the point of where their next meal would come from or if they would have a place to stay once they got off the airplane at their next destination. But you know what? Every time they take these steps of faith, they see God show up in the most life-changing and mind-blowing ways. They have impacted hundreds of lives through sharing their many testimonies of how God provides for them. Blessed is this family and the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Another example is when I was on a mission trip to Nicaragua several years ago, and we were going around to some local homes near the church we were visiting, simply asking people if we could pray for them. So many of these people were sweet and generous, welcoming us foreign speaking church people into their homes and looking around, all you would see is a dirt floor, no appliances, Perhaps a single electric burner for cooking, only a few dishes, two plastic chairs, and if they were lucky, one mattress on the floor, and maybe a few hammocks. They could have begged for money or even asked us to pray that someone would give them money. They could have prayed for a nicer house or more food. But do you know what they always wanted prayer for? For their health for the health or safety of their children or other loved ones. Sometimes it was for their spouse to stop drinking or for them to find steady work. And after we finished praying, usually in a language they did not understand, they would smile, shake your hand, hug you, and try to offer you the last bit of food they had, and then proceed to talk about how good God is. And they would offer their final goodbyes by saying, God bless you. God bless us? Are you kidding me? How humble and gracious of them, and how convicting to us, those with such a surplus of all the things they lacked. And yet, who had more joy? Who had a closer relationship with the Lord? This beatitude is starting to make a lot more sense, isn't it? I have seen and heard these kinds of stories from many people who have gone on different mission trips, Not just those that are full-time missionaries, but for someone who lives in the U.S. to travel to another country to serve people who are truly in need. Well, that can really change a person. And you certainly do not need to leave the country to find people who are in need. As a mental health professional, the first therapeutic prescription I would give to my clients was to go and serve others as I understood the vital role it would play in helping them find freedom in their minds from self-focus and discover the spiritual fulfillment that comes from helping others. So I would offer you the same suggestion. Volunteer at a homeless shelter or at a food bank, serve in a soup kitchen, or have a conversation with someone who is really struggling to make ends meet. One of the greatest messages in the Bible is for those with much— or even just enough, that they are called to take care of the poor. This beautiful interaction is a demonstration of God's love and an image of who God is to each of us. Jesus possesses all the wealth of heaven, and he shares it with us, for he is rich and we are poor. The truth is, it becomes more and more difficult to receive the more earthly possessions we have. Jesus said it is harder for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter heaven. Why? Because for a person with material wealth, or someone who is naturally strong in their mental and emotional health, or perhaps it's that a healthy individual has never really suffered physically, or maybe it's that high-functioning relationship genius who hasn't ever really been rejected or felt unloved. What would they need Jesus for? And for those who do have a need, who are poor in one of these areas, there is a deep groaning desire to be comforted and fed in a way no material item ever could. It is easy to see why people who have a lot of money are so miserable. They are caught in a cycle of just trying to buy more things, different things that could perhaps give them the fix they are looking for. And depending on just how wealthy they are, it could take a long time before they finally discover that money does not buy them happiness. And being a person of fame and status does not guarantee lasting relationships or security. And it certainly does not purchase your future in heaven. No, only those who come to the end of themselves and admit that they are emotionally and spiritually bankrupt without Jesus. Only then will they truly find freedom. And it is in that place of surrender that Christ can release to you every kind of kingdom wealth that cannot be stolen or ever rust away. And isn't it funny, well, not very funny actually, how much grief some people cause themselves or others trying to strive to buy, keep, or refurbish the worldly things that will simply expire or be of little value someday. I have counseled so many people over the stress of the things they want to buy, or could not afford, did buy, and now must work their whole lives to pay back, or bought and then discovered those expensive items really just own them, causing people unhappiness and sometimes even mental or physical illnesses. Definitely not what they had originally hoped to gain, all when they were simply looking to fill the void they felt inside to achieve what the world promised would equal a blessed life. As long as we have the ability, along with the help of the bank and credit cards, to buy the things we need plus some, or we can rely on our spouse or friends for emotional support, or we look to the world for comfort and things like food, entertainment, or alcohol, are we allowing ourselves to truly stay poor in spirit? Therefore, those who are actually poor are blessed, because if they know the Lord, they are constantly being reminded of just how near and trustworthy their God is. As they rely on him for everything they need every day, blessed are the poor in this way. I think one of the saddest stories in the Bible is the wealthy man who comes to Jesus and asks him what he must do to go to heaven someday. He tells Jesus that he loves God and he keeps all of the commandments. Jesus basically says, Good job. Now go and give away all that you have and follow me, and you will inherit eternity. And the wealthy man walked away sad because he could not, or at least chose not, to give up his earthly wealth. The riches this man missed out on. He could have been one of the disciples. He could have been a world changer here on the earth and then received a bounty of heavenly rewards for all of eternity. This heartbreaking example proves that earthly wealth can keep you from all that God has for you, and it is why Americans, in particular, struggle to live a surrendered, desperate, awe-inspiring life for Jesus. We just have too much abundance in every area of our lives, which distracts us and takes the place of what only a true poverty in our soul could provide. Blessed are they that are poor in spirit. So what will it take for you to be totally reliant on Jesus if you are not physically, relationally, or monetarily poor? I think we are best challenged when we spend time with those that are. As I suggested, go and volunteer. Go on a mission trip. Have a conversation with a missionary currently serving in a foreign land. Listen to their stories. If you do not know one, you can go and visit my friend Angie's website. It's at soar international.org and learn about their incredible goal to bring healing and revival to northern Thailand. Be generous with your money in ways you might think are quite radical. Perhaps God will ask you to give away your car or sell your home to live in a smaller one so that you can give more money to others. Or perhaps you will give the money you were saving for vacation to one of these missionary families, becoming their next testimony of how God used you to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. Empty yourself of emotional and physical energy, to be the hands and feet of Jesus today to others. Be the friend someone else is in desperate need of. One of the most emotional and gut wrenching moments I have ever experienced in a movie was the last few moments of Schindler's List, when the man who had helped to save the lives of so many Jews by literally buying their lives looked down at his watch and a ring on his hand and weeping says, how many more lives could I have bought with these items? That was a very wealthy man realizing the powerful position he was in to literally save the lives of those who were unable to fight for themselves. An unforgettable, humbling moment that caused a shift in his mindset to truly become poor in spirit himself. So I challenge you today. To reflect on your status as a person with at least moderate wealth. How could this earthly wealth be keeping you from being in a position to truly receive? Preventing God from fulfilling your needs and providing his love for you in ways you cannot experience other than being poor in spirit. When you set your mind on things above, not on the things of this earth, I assure you, you will be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today's teaching, I would invite you to subscribe to the show and share it with others to bring healing and transformation to the lives of those around you.